Business Tech Weekly Podcast, episode number 106. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, my Padawan Lunar. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. <laughs> this is so far out there, I can't even like speak the language of this music. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, try, I'll have to channel someone in order to do that. This is like channeling music. This is the Indiana Jones version of Business and Technology Weekly. I thought it was like the... I say Kuma Sutra, but that's not appropriate, so I won't no, say it. That's probably not. <laughs> oh, I love this. It's good stuff, dude. It's very, uh, it's very uh, Mumbai, you know? Yes. You it's know very the, Bollywood. It's very Bollywood. Very Bollywood. Yeah. The cool thing is we still have a minute and 15 seconds. <laughs> so Why stop now when we're so far ahead? <laughs> So, Andy, what's going on in the world of business and technology this week, my friend? Well, there's always news. Uh, there's always news to be had. So, we uh, I, I picked up on the story from CNN.com about QR codes. And I'm fascinated by QR codes because it seems like they'd be really useful. But I don't, at least in my world, it seems like they're they're like beyond novel. You know, like the novelty of novelties, you know. Um, I mean, I see them around, but we've talked about this before, but it just seems like they're too much work or something. You know, like there's not enough of an instant reward or like I'd rather just tell me what you're going to give me instead of making me scan it. You know, it really reminds me of those comics. I always saw them in the comics, but you have to like stare at something until something else appears. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? I hate those things. So did I. Until so I like, figured out that like, you just have to go cross-eyed and yeah, the like the way you look at them is you don't look at them, and I'm like, oh, that that makes a lot of sense. Thanks. Yeah, let's close look, my eyes. Look through it. Right, right. I'm like, okay, X-ray vision boy. But that's what <laughs> QR codes to me. It's like there, there's sort of this. There's something behind them, but even when you get through them, sometimes, and that's the other thing why I'm making the connection is sometimes I do those and I go, oh, that's it. Like, you know, you do the cross-eyed and you'd see it, and it's like, oh, great, it's a horse. It's not that exciting, you know? Yeah. So that's why I feel like QR codes. It's like, it's a gamble. Like literally it's a gamble. It could be completely lame and you never know what they're really going to get. So here's my, here's my take on QR codes. I think they're in their infant stages. Uh, although I know they've been around forever in other countries, but still here in the States, they're not quite completely uh, caught on. Um, the reason why I think they've been so successful in other countries and I think it's Asian countries where, where it's come from. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing is, is every, I mean, the most prominent computer in Asia is a mobile phone. I mean, like, yeah. and, and not just a mobile phone, but smartphones. I mean, they had smartphones before we had smartphones. Oh, yeah. I mean, just tons and tons of options. So QR codes makes a lot of sense if everybody knows what they are and everybody has a smartphone and boom, you just snap a photo and boom, it happens. Right now, right. the 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 problem that stands in the way of a QR code is that you need number one, uh, you have to actually download download an app an actual app to read it. So it just right. 
Now, I think it, I think they would really take off if Apple were to support them in their camera app. And and so you just exactly. you just open up the camera, snap it, boom, it takes you to wherever it's supposed to go. Yeah, especially with iOS 5 where you, know, you double click on your home button and one of your options is to open the camera, you yep. know. See now, if if that were if that were built in, I'd, I'd say it, it's a done deal. These things would make a lot of sense. Um, but until then, I I, I agree. It, it's it's actually it's actually work to get access to them. And why don't you just tell me a website address? At least I can just type it in. But yeah, I, and again, I'm okay with the work if I know what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. It's like if you're doing a QR code, don't make it so darn, so darn mysterious. Like, tell me, like, you're giving me a coupon. Tell me you're yeah. going to a web address. Scan this, the you know, scan the code for ten dollars off. Right, or this, or you want my contact information? You know, scan this. Then yeah. I, at least I know what I'm getting. Yeah. If, if if I walked into the door at Chipotle and it says scan this QR code and show the picture to the person at the counter and to to get you know buy one get one free burritos. Right, dude. I'm. I'll stand outside and download me an application. Sure, or you know, scan here to join our newsletter, and it takes you to a newsletter sign up. Yeah. Again, I'm. I'm okay with that. Just tell me what it's going to be because I've been so disappointed by them, and it's been so inconsistent. You know, and what I've gotten uh, of, of quality, I just I've given up. I'm like, I don't. I'm not going to take up and take the time to to scan this because it's just not worth the gamble to me. In so, my in my entire ever since I saw my first QR code, which was probably about three years ago, yeah, I've probably scanned three QR codes. In, yeah, in, in all the time I've seen them. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's it's under ten for sure. It's yeah. probably more than three, but it's not it's not more than ten. And it's just been like, hmm, they're lame. they're <laughs> they're just so easy to ignore. Yeah, you know. But but again, I think you're right. If you're going to market a QR code. By all means, communicate what I'm getting if I scan it, and then, yeah. then who knows? I, I I might do all kinds of stuff if if you if you communicate it. But I agree. I I, I mean, the, the, so a couple things. I think that number one, they need to become more ubiquitous. 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 That's Ex- tough, dude. Well it, done. it is. Um, but so that needs to happen, and of course, I I think that uh, cell phones need to kind of get on board and 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 support them. And I don't know that Apple ever will, personally. Uh, but, um, you know, th- those are the things I, I just don't see it taken off. Uh, you know, as somebody who wants to market things to people, I don't think that I would rely on a QR code in my marketing uh, yeah. because I think I would be cutting out in an, you know, a, a segment of those that I'm trying to reach. Yeah. If you rely on it, it's like, you know, it's like you only want to sell it to French people, Yeah, you know, and you're in, uh, Ohio, <laughs> You know, people who speak French and you don't, you know, yes, you're going to get some people, but you're going to cut out a, a large swath of folks. And, and then I've also seen them just totally not used. I mean, the whole point of a QR code is to scan it. And I've seen it on signs that are way too far away for me to scan it. Yeah. So I'm like, it's, it's like, I'm, I'm supposed to be able to take a picture of this thing or it's at an angle. I saw one on a sign that the only way you could really see it uh, without it being obstructed is you had to be almost right underneath it. And it was above you about 10 feet. Yeah. And so you couldn't get the right angle to take a picture of it or scan it or whatever you needed to do. You know, what so. I think would be a good use is like if I was looking for a job and, and I wanted to work in a high tech firm and, and I only wanted to work where my employer totally is up to date on new technology, I would, you know, send in my resume and my resume is a simple single sheet of paper with a very a QR small, code in the middle with a QR code dead center in the middle. Nice. It's a great idea. 
you know that that's it just like dude here you know, open up the envelope and and it's a QR code that's it the uh the best placement i've ever seen of a QR code was in a bathroom stall nice <laughs> <laughs> and i felt like naughty and then, taking cuz it was i was for, at a i was at a, for a good time like, call Right, exactly. It was something like it was something like semi like saucy like that, where I was like, uh but I knew the organizer of the event. It was at a conference like this um this conference we have, like Miss Joel and Chris Brogan come and all these different people come and speak. Actually here in Sioux Falls. And um and I knew the organizer and I knew he was a Christian and I knew he wasn't gonna like something like nasty or profane or whatever. And I don't even remember what the picture was, but it was funny and <clears throat> I had the time, <clears throat> so to speak, to <laughs> to get out my iPod and take a picture of it. And, you know, I actually think, I, Cliff, I think I downloaded an app and then took a picture of it. Nice. Again, I had some time on my hands. But uh, my point is put them in the right place if you're going to put them anywhere and tell people what, what you might get. Bathroom so, stalls, my friend, where people yes, have time. It's, it's, the, it's the 2012 version of if you, have, if you want a good time, call. Yeah. If you want a good time, scan. <laughs> yeah. So Nice. Well, let's see here. Uh, what else do we have? Don't use free tools. What's going yeah. on with this one? Well, I was um, reading, I think it was uh, David, oh, is it Heineheimer or something? The guy from um, 37 Sentinels, it's partners with Jason Fried. Okay. Um, he has, uh, he linked to this article and I believe it's, um, uh, it's written by Macy J. But here, here's the bottom line. Is it, this is talking about... Um, how you shouldn't be a, uh, dependent on tool on free tools that don't have a business plan. So it's way it's right up the alley of you, what you and I have talked about so many times. But um, the first line is, "Were you a big Goala fan?" And and it's this idea of um, the dynamic is the same. Someone builds something cool, free, and it gets popular until it attracts a buyer, and then they suck out the, the talent and they delete the service. You know which is what happened to Goala and Facebook. And, um, so Goala's not around anymore? Goala is going away. Okay. Facebook has, has taken the talent and they're going to delete the service. Gotcha. So they um, actually are going to go to Facebook where they actually make money. Yeah. So this, this person's advice is to avoid this problem, avoid mom and pop projects that don't take your money. You might call this the anti-free software movement. Um, and so... And they have a nice chart about free and paid. And I like the uh, chart. I want to read it because um, here, here's what happens. Um, yeah, please do. If, if the business is stagnant, meaning there's really not much going on with this as far as uh, innovation and growth and all this other stuff. So if the, if the business is stagnant, when you're worth a free company, they're losing money because they're not making anything and it costs money to actually operate the business. And so to offer you some of their services, even though it's a stagnant company, if it's free, they're losing money. If it's paid, at least they're making some money. Now, are they profitable? I don't know, but still, they're making money. All right. Now, if you step it up a notch, and see, it's like, okay, the, okay, so the business is growing. So a lot of me, more people say, oh, I definitely want to get on Goala because, gosh, they're growing. Well, the thing is, is if it's free, they're losing more money <laughs> uh, because their costs are going up. The because cost, they're growing exactly. And if it's paid, they're making more money. And then, of course, if it's, you know, Instagram, it's exploding. Right. It's free and it explodes. Yes. So that means they're losing lots of money. And uh, if it's free and if you're if if the, if it, the exploding audience is paying for it, 
the, the exploding company is making lots of money. So I, I'm all for this, although I must say that I am occasionally using Instagram and, it, and it's free. And I don't think they have a business model yet, do they? I don't think so. And I know that they only have six employees or something like that. So that helps. I mean, they're not, you know. Yeah, but they're still losing money. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying that I think that there's, there's, there's people that have 50 employees and they're not making money. And it's you, just, you know what I have to say about the, to the author of this article, though? is that I'm not opposed to using free software as long as I'm okay if tomorrow morning I wake up and it's no longer available to me and it doesn't hurt me. Yeah, so what she says, and I think it's a C, I think it's Macy J, says stop getting caught off guard when your favorite project sells out. Um, Quote, they were getting so popular, why did they have to shut it down? Because it's hard to resist a big payday when you are rapidly heading into debt. (laughs) Um, and it's culturally acceptable to leave your user fan base high and dry if you get a good offer, citing self-inflicted financial hardship. Yep. So, uh, you know, I've talked about this, so I love this. It says, like a service, make them charge you or show you ads. If they won't do it, clone them and do it yourself. <laughs> nice. I love that. Soon yeah. you'll be the only game in town. I, now, that's great. That's great advice. Yeah. Make, so I, make them I, charge you or show you ads if they won't do it. Clone them and do it yourself. I yeah. love that. So I I like the uh, the thought of the article. And I also think it's um, something to think about for you and your business. I mean, literally, let's say you use an invoicing software and it's free or a, a project management software and it's free. That's great. I'm glad you're cutting those corners. I, you know, I've, 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 I use free services. I've used free services, but... None of my services I use that are essential to my business are free. Yep. Um, none of them. I use, uh, I use a high rise and there are free versions that have cloned high rise. Yeah. And, and, and they're free. And I, ref- I would never in a million years use those years, use those services. Maybe the exception to what we're talking about though is, um, the Google tools. Yeah. Well, you know. no, I, I would disagree. Well, those in that, those, those in that are, we are not giving them money. For the tool. Uh, yeah, no, but 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 the thing here it says, you know, ask them to charge you or show you ads. And Google right. certainly is all about showing you ads and collecting information. So mm-hmm. I, I think they're charging you. They're charging you your personal data and and, and yeah. following you along in, in your privacy. They're 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 charging us. Oh and they're charging us by scraping the words from our transmissions back and forth. Yep. Uh and, and giving us ads based on those. Now yeah, I have so block I, up blockers so I don't see ads, but Although I don't pay money for my Google Apps account, I, I believe very much so that I am paying for that service. Sure. I, there's no question in my mind that I'm paying for that service and that I, using their service, am of value to them, monetary value to them. Yeah, you're, you're their data. Exactly. So I'm glad that we're apparently having an influence on you, Cliff, because it says here you made a change as a result of episode 105 of Business Tech Weekly. Oh, yes. We were talking last week about um, uh, the voicemail, phone mail, and, and stuff like that, and the autoresponder. So the auto... Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, the autoresponder is the big deal. Uh, so last week, I remember I told you, I said, I'm currently, you know, two to three days behind on my thing. And you said, no, you're not behind. You're purposely, you know, you, it's, it's currently taking you this. Right on schedule, buddy. I'm right on schedule with my one to two days right now. 
Yeah. And and I'm planning to to take my time to re, to respond in a way that allows margin in my life. And and so when you said that in the last episode, it really got to me to got me to thinking. So Friday last week, um, I I just it's like you know what I'm going to change some things around. And so I'd love to read to you what my new autoresponder says because I think it's a little piffy as well. Um, here it is. It says thank you so much. Or first of all, the subject line now has changed. Before it used to be thank you for your email or something like that, or your message has been received is what it said. My subject line right now says, reply to this if your email is of an urgent nature. Boom, change number one, totally effective. You understand that one, right? I do. I mean, it, it, it's like, wow. I, well, here's I, the thing, Cliff. I sent you an email and I saw that and I was like, oh, it's not. Like it, it, it works for both people. It works and I, like, I recognize right away Oh, um, it's definitely not urgent. <laughs> yeah, and so you know? you, and so you just delete the autoresponder, and boom, it's all good. Cliff will get right. to me when he gets to me. Right. But now there's there's the thing. It's not only is there the autoresponder, which I'll read in a second, but now the subject line is is kind of like, hey, dude, if what you just sent me was important, do me a favor, just reply to this message and let me know that. And mm-hmm. it pu- and it bumps you right up to the top of the list. I had a had a person who wrote back and it says he says where on the list does it uh, where where do I on the list do I fall if I if I tell you I want to hire you and pay you money to help me, <laughs> <laughs> and and I said it bumps you right up to the top. What do you know? That's an emergency. Yes. Well, well the thing urgent. well the thing is 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 he hit reply because he hit reply. I saw that I actually had an inbox a brand new message. With the subject, reply to this if it's urgent, which tells me that in this person's mind, they're urgent and therefore they're asking me, hey, Cliff, can you really get on this? And mm. that, and so it, it, just the just changing the subject line of my autoresponder has been massive. But then here's what it says. After, after you click on the, the message, here's what it says. It says, thank you so much for email, emailing me. I've set up this automated response, uh, this automated I've, okay, I've set this uh, this automated respond. Actually, it's been sitting here forever. Nobody's actually emailed me back to say it shouldn't. Ah, it's I've set up this automated responder. There you go. Uh, responder to let you know. Yeah, is more automatic response. Yeah, response. That's what I want. You're welcome. Thank you. Send you a bill. Go ahead. Okay, I've set up this automated response to let you know that your email message has been received. At the time when you sent this message, I am typically responding within one to two business days by my choice, not because I'm behind. It doesn't say all that. (laughs) It just says within one to two business days. I do go through my email regularly and respond with priority to the following individuals. Mm -hmm. And then it's hyphen. My lovely wife, Stephanie. I love you, babe. Because she she was always getting very upset every time she'd send me an email. It's like, I don't want you to send me an autoresponder. And now it's like every time it's like, hey, I love you, babe. It wasn't an autoresponder. It was, I love you wrapped in an autoresponder. Exactly. You just have to open it, babe. Yeah, so there open. you go. And then the second one is current consulting slash coaching clients. Uh, though The third one is those who have recently made an equipment purchase. The fourth is those who have recently purchased a digital training product. And the uh, last one is those who reply to this autoresponder. Uh, actually, and I'm going to change that to this auto response. Let me just keep consistency. Those who reply to this auto response to let me know that their email is of an urgent nature. I do value this opportunity to connect with you and I will respond as quickly as possible. Very sincerely, Cliff. So last week, 
caused me to change that message. And I think that it's more professional and and it's and it is building in even additional ways to make sure that that if people really feel like what they've sent me needs some immediate attention, that I have the ability to have that even be an additional filter up to the top. Nice. And I also changed my voicemail message. And my voicemail message um, is slightly different as well. It starts with, I love you, babe. <laughs> it starts with, yes. So if you're my Which wife. Which is awkward when I call you. Yeah, if you're my wife, I love you, babe. Love that, you, babe. No, I don't remember exactly what it says word for word, but it does say something of the something like to the nature that I just so you know I do prefer email communications for that and I typically reserve phone calls for you know scheduled you know for 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 calls that are scheduled um however if your if your matter is of an urgent nature please do leave a message after the sound and tone and I will respond to you as quickly as possible it, but it, it took, I mean I literally I spent 25 minutes writing the script to that and then probably another 15 to 20 minutes to try to get it recorded exactly the way I wanted it to sound. Nice. So, uh, yeah, episode 190 or episode 105 did have uh, it, it, it caused me to tweak a few things. There you go. Well, I'm glad that we could help. Awesome. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, uh, Andy, today, uh, 30 minutes before we were originally supposed to start the show. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Uh, we we uh, I knew we were going to talk about Google Hangouts today, and I want to tell you that today at uh, I think it was two fifty, so about forty minutes before we were supposed to start the show, um, I d- launched a Google Hangout, and I said, "Hey, folks, I'm going to do a Google Hangout for thirty minutes." And of course, sitting out there on Google, it takes forever to somebody to respond. So I actually put a link to my Google profile on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And you've done this before. Yep, I've done this before. And that immediately gets people to respond. But I had the most successful Google Hangout I've ever had for 35 minutes with people. Actually, no, because you weren't there. We, we actually were on there for probably about 55 minutes. Nice. But um, it was awesome. We, had, we actually got up to full 10 people in the room at the same time. I don't even know what that looks like. Is it, is it 10 cubes, you know, 10 screens? What's no, it look like? It's always one very large screen at the top and in 10 thumbnail screens at the bottom and um and basically when somebody talks that immediately activates their it puts them at the in the big screen at the top okay so when when i talk i'm up automatically automatically and and when somebody else talks that you know their video takes overtakes everybody's large screen and it's it's pretty cool like that um the only thing is is when you know, on your end, Andy, when you're talking, you'll continue to see the last person that was t- speaking before your your video took over the screen. You won't see a video of yourself at this time. Okay. That which I we all were talking. We we all wish we could at least see what everybody else was seeing, and that way, if, mm. you know, we have like a big, huge, you know, boogie hanging down or something like that. We could see that. Nice. Anyway, but uh, no, we had 10 people on uh, for the most part. The video was pretty darn good. And for those who where the video wasn't all that great, it was either bandwidth on their end or it was just a lower grade camera or it was very poor lighting scenario. But uh, mm-hmm. there were at least, you know, 50, 60 percent of the people there had very high quality, very nice looking video. It, it looked like I was just, you know, peering into their office, which is pretty cool. Nice. Um, the other thing is, is John Wilkerson actually called in via his iPhone. 
Now, I've had Google Hangouts before and had my friend Robert Johnson join from his Android phone, but now the most recent Google Plus mobile update allows you to do Hangouts on your mobile, on the iPhone as well. Now via Wi-Fi only, I'm assuming? I, you know, I haven't tried it on 3G yet, so um, I would assume so as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, but if you are on Wi-Fi, at least you can do it from your mm-hmm. mobile phone, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Nice. But uh, yeah, so Google Google Hangouts, it, it's kind of nice. They do have a little chat room while you're doing a Google Hangout over on the left hand side. Well, it, well, you have to activate it. And the, see, that's the weird thing. The, the chat room is not activated by default. You have to actually click a button to actually see the chat room. Which, mm. which is crazy because they do allow people to join the, uh, the, the Google Hangout if they don't have video and even if they don't have a microphone. And so they're there and they actually see and hear you, but they can't speak to you and you can't see their video. And Good so, times. Good so, times. So they just have to interact via chat. And of course, yeah. I think it shows a little pop-up message or something like that, but it's easily kind of it's easily not intentionally ignored, but it's easily, it's easily missed mm-hmm. if it, because it's not active um, automatically. And so I, I, I kind of wish they would throw the chat up there, you know, just by default. If somebody is chatting, I think it should just open to the side and then mm-hmm. give you an option to close it and keep it closed. If you want, um, that would be kind of nice, but um, it's, it's nice. It, uh, the audio quality is just as good as Skype um, for the most part. Uh, and of course, again, it's all dependent on the other users' uh, bandwidth and also microphone that they're using. But still, the, the audio is pretty good. The video is pretty good. And here's the situation. Google Plus, you can have 10-way video conferencing uh, for free or you know, you're paying for the, the use of giving your all your information to Google, or you could you could do video conferencing on Skype, but I don't think it's up to 10 people though. I could be wrong though. Uh, but at least but on Skype you have to pay a monthly subscription fee. I think it's $4.99 a month. And Facebook doesn't offer video conferencing at all. So um, of the, all the options out there, if you wanted to do a group video conference I think Google Hangouts are pretty cool. And I think that, you know, especially with a small team of, let's just say you had a virtual, you know, two virtual assistants and and you actually had an employee that works from home and you're working from home and you just want to get together and have like a team meeting. Google Hangout would be cool for that. Yeah. Have you had some experience in Google Hangouts? I haven't. And, and I was just thinking about, you know, what, in what setting would they be better than or appropriate for, you know, what type of meeting? And I, and I, and I think you spoke to it pretty well, which is if you, if you do have a need for some, um, I mean, if you have a customer, a client that's very tech savvy, it might be appropriate to chat with them if they wanted to, but generally it's more of a collaboration. Um, I mean, I think hangouts the right word for it because it is a more laid back, uh, situation than a, you know, let's have a video conference, you know? Yep. Um, and you're obviously dealing with the individual profile. So, um, so yeah, I was just trying to think about what, what situations it would be good for using. And, you know, again, if you have a nice community around you, um, or I think Justin uses Google Hangout for his, um, 
you know, accountability, encouragement, eagles, you know, whatever you want to call it, group. Uh, he has a group of people he meets with every week. And it, they might use a Google Hangout for that. So that's that to me is like this, the, the perfect use of it is like a weekly accountability or however often accountability group that you would, you know, all show up at the hangout at this time. I think that would be a really good use of it. Yeah. There, that's, that's just it. Anytime you, anytime you can imagine that a video conference between multiple people would be useful, I think Google Hangouts would be useful for it. And the, the very cool thing is, is that I could create a group that is only people that I go to church with or that I'm in a small accountability group with. And so I can actually create a hangout that nobody else sees except for the people in that circle. And, and that's, that's the beauty of this thing. It, it, you really, when you actually say start a hangout, um, that, or, you know, create a hangout, you're actually, it says, okay, wh- who do you want to create this for? And it can be public. It can be, you know, all of your circles, or it could be just one of your circles, or it could just be with one person. And so th- I kind of like that. I, I, now, going back to if I was going to have a video conference one-on-one with a client, I don't know why, but I think I would still result. I would I would fall back to Skype for that. Um, I I don't know why in my mind, it, and and this could change over time, but I I still see Skype as my professional business tool, mm-hmm. and Google Hangout is connected to my very personal, you know, just me hanging out kind of uh, private citizen self. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well, I think that you don't have to let, yeah, you don't have to let people into your personal life if you have a Skype conversation with them. I mean, I literally will add someone to my Skype uh, for, a, for a meeting and then just delete them right after yep. if it's, you know, because, because I don't want to, I don't want to have everybody and their mother on my list. Uh, it's just not, a, it's not my super duper contact list. You know, and an example of that is guests for I have on my show, uh, one of my, any of my shows is I'll add them and then I'll delete them, mm-hmm. you know. Because Skype, uh, of its many faults, and it has many, one of them is their contact management. It's just bloated. Just, you know, just, I, I really wish there was easier ways to manage, and I would keep more of those people, but in general, I don't. And the other is, you know, unless you're really on top of it, you know, when you are on, other people can see that and then jump in or try to call you and, um, you know, it's sort of like leaving your front door open, you know, but we've already talked about sort of leaving your status, but yeah. uh, as, as invisible, which is what I do now. So, right. So anyway, it's, it's good to know more about um, uh, the Google Hangouts and especially as I am looking at getting into um, an accountability encouragement group uh, like other people I know that are in that, that, uh, that might be a good place for us to do that. Well, I will tell you, there is another, especially for business users using Google Hangouts, um, they have, when you create a Google Hangout, they have this thing that says, do you want to try a Google Hangout with extras? And the extras allows you to have document collaboration. Uh, So you can pull in a Google document and work on it with the people who are there. Hmm. Uh, It also allows screen sharing. So you can actually share your screen with all the people who are in the Hangout. Um, If I'm not mistaken, I think there's like a, a whiteboard on there um I, I haven't played around with them a whole lot but still there there's even that for for um google hangouts as well it's called hang, uh, google hangout with extras and where do i get that uh you, when you just go to google plus and cl- click create a hangout okay and then you should see you know try a google hangout with extras 
Okay. Should be an option there. Cool. Yeah. So, um, I, you know what? I haven't really played with that one enough, but you know, it seems to me like Google plus is slowly, uh, becoming more relevant. Uh, it, it's still not something that I see that stands on its own to, to get people involved. I almost feel like I need, I don't feel like Google plus is a good platform for me to create a hangout and just wait for people to show up. It's not until I put out a message to linking to my Google Plus profile to say, "Hey, go to my profile. Here's the link. I'm doing a you know a hangout." That's when I actually finally get people to show up. I mean, I can sit there right. and, and have nobody show up for ten minutes, and then I go, "It's like okay, <laughs> let me just put it out on on Twitter, right?" And, and then it gets syndicated out to Facebook and and LinkedIn, and, and and within a few minutes, it it fills up. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's sort of like here, let's have a party. Okay, come on over. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, it, it's like a ghost town. Other, other than that, and and so I don't know. I Google, Google. They're they're adding some functionality. I like what they're doing with Google Plus. And as far as I'm concerned, I know that. Have you ever heard of the service called Uvu? And and O O V O O. I think so. Let me look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. O O V O O dot com. Uvu dot com. I'm just pulling this up. Make sure I. Yeah. So everything is better in groups. Uh, so this is where uh, you could do group video conferencing uh, right there on uvu.com. And let me just say, this goes all the way back to, you know, at least four years ago when mm-hmm. I when I first heard of uvu. So, so group video chat is not new. But what is new is is that it's pretty much built into, you know, just about everybody already has a Google ID and uh, just about anybody has a browser that, you know, if you just click here, boom, I'm, I'm in versus, you know, click here to get our free download. And, and even with Uvu, you're limited to six people. So, so I, I, I mean, group video has been around, but I think Google has brought it to a place where it makes it easy for everybody to get involved. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Yeah, I'm I'm optimistic about Google Plus. I just think I don't ever see it becoming. I, I just, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a long it's a long way off, but you know, it's uh, Zuckerberg commented on uh, Google Plus for the first time at at any sort of length, and it was a few sentences and. And they, he, he basically said, people have a lot invested in Facebook. They're, they're there. They have a lot of information. And so basically his answer was, um, they're not going to go there, not because it's not better, but because they, are, they, they were here first. Yeah. Right? And, and I'm going to say that a lot of people had things invested in, in MySpace. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, and yeah. Not, not me personally. I mean, I had a MySpace account, but... Um, but a lot of people had a ton of stuff in my invested in MySpace, and I had people when I was trying to get people to join up for Twitter and trying to join up for Facebook all around the same time. Everybody's like, "Dude, I've already got a MySpace. I don't. Why would I need a Facebook?" <laughs> That's great, and I'm not kidding you. I, I heard. No, it. no, it's great because you're right. I mean, uh, I was watching an interview that Mike Hyatt did with um, David Seitman Garland. Is that his name? Yep. Um, from the Rise to the Top. And David asked him about, you know, getting into the publishing industry. And he said, uh, Hyatt's response was, uh, you know, in in 92, Clinton came out with and said, it's the economy, stupid. He 
be said and Hyatt said with publishing, it's content, stupid. It, it, it has to have the right content. And I think with social networks, it has to have two things. It has to have a good system, which I think Google Plus is getting there or if it's not already there. But two, it has to have people. And I think right now it's only problem is people. Yeah. And, you know? and, and here's the thing, though, is, is Google has a foothold for, for millions of people. It really does. I mean, and, and Google's a recognized brand. So uh, here, here's what I'm thinking. You know, you've already got all the early adopters in on Google+. They all have accounts, uh, all the tech heads and geeks and stuff like that. A lot of those people, uh, not me per se, but a lot of those people already love Google+, Plus a ton more than Facebook. And, and some of them have even deleted their Facebook account saying, you know what? This reminds me of the good old days when it was just us and, and, <laughs> and not, the, not the crazy, just normal average Joe people. You know, mm-hmm. I liked it when it was just, you know, the, it, it seemed like a more of a community feel. And, yeah. and so the, I, I got a lot of that, but the thing is, is that man, once Google, and I don't think they're quite there yet with their system. I think they have probably another two years of tweaks before, you know, somebody like my mom could probably figure out how to use Google plus. But right now my mom, she gets Facebook. She understands and Facebook's difficult, but, but the, the, the plain functionality of Facebook my mom gets. She doesn't know half of what could be done on Facebook, but she gets the plain functionality of it. And Google Plus, it's not overly difficult, but my mom wouldn't get it. And and the second thing, uh, I think it'll take about two years for them to get the UI in a way that just everybody gets. But but here's the, the other thing. You said the people. Google's got some money, and all yeah. it takes is some advertising. I, I, some advertising and then all of a sudden mom's asking you know what's this google plus i keep hearing about all the time and and the next thing you know you know you've got all of us early adopter tech people trying to show moms and and everybody you know our friends and cousins and we're we're teaching people how to get on you know create a google plus account and all of a sudden if it's actually working better and it's like whoa i could do a video conference with my sister that i haven't seen in five years well yeah you could have done that forever with skype What's Skype? You know, but all of a sudden it's like you, you've set them up with a Google Plus account and the next thing you know, they're, they're doing, uh, you know, my mom's got 10 brothers and sisters or whatever, you know, if she, she's able to get on there and, and do group video with those people. She thinks it's very cool that she can just sign on any time of day and she sees, you know, five or 10 family members that are available for text chat. Yeah. So just imagine when she can do that in one day and then she can just do there and she's got the built-in webcam and next thing you know, they're doing video chat together. Yeah. Well, and yeah, you kind of have to hold their hands as they come along. But, yeah. you know, I wonder too, just from a business perspective, you know, do you, do you have savvy enough customers? Do you have customers that, uh, you know, for instance, a toy store, I like to use a toy store down the street as an example, a lot of stuff, but you know, it, could she could she get to where Google Plus is common or, or um, yeah, I mean, just common enough uh, as, as part of the what, conversation that that she could go, jump on and send out a, a an update and say, "Hey, I've got the I've got one of the top ten toys that just came in. I just unboxed it. Who wants to take a look at it with me?" Yeah, I you know. I, or or we got new no new clothes in the new line of clothes for kids. Who wants to take a look at it? You know and what? It's going to just be a bunch of people chatting. You know? Yeah. That, well, let me tell you something. I think that the toy store down the road, number one, does need to create a brand page mm-hmm. because it's Google and it's a brand page and <laughs> it's Google uh, and yeah. it's Google. 
Uh, so the, your toy store down the road should create a brand page. It, it literally should. And do you have a GSPN one? I don't have a GSPN one, but I do have a podcast answer man one. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. So I have created one. I haven't decked it all out yet, but I did go and create one. Um, but the thing is, is these things are going to show up as search results and they're going to get priority treatment uh, over other things because... They isn't that the big difference? I and mean, we haven't talked about that at all, but I mean, isn't that... Facebook's not showing up in search, right? No, it's not. I mean, talk about a huge difference. Yeah. <laughs> you spend all this time putting yourself on a platform that could change, you know, yeah, wakes up on the wrong side of the bed. Um, you know, and I've seen it happen before, you know, where they've, uh, I know, I know brands that have spent thousands of dollars building this custom page. And then Facebook says we're changing the rules. Yeah. And all that money goes out the window. Yeah. So, I mean, you imagine this, if, if they, your toy store down the road creates a, uh, a Google, a Google brand page and starts mm-hmm. publishing things in its stream and starts interacting with its audience there, all those keywords and that stuff, that's all going to get, that's all going to get uh, it's indexed. indexed. It's indexed by Google. Sure. And so that, that's where the real power I think is going to be. And, and so I, I, I do think, I think that Google's got one up on Facebook in, in that it's the future of search. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't, I just don't think Facebook's ever going to be a search engine. Although I think Mark Zuckerberg would love that, but uh, <laughs> I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. So I, I, I don't see it happening right away, but I, I do believe that businesses should, by all means, get in there, create a brand page and, and deck it out and have it standing by. And, and you know, the thing is, is if you're going to create a thing, make a plan to maintain it and engage when necessary. Yeah. I, don't, don't, I mean, even me today, I do not personally own a Facebook fan page as of Thursday, December 8th, 2011. Mm-hmm. I do not own a fan page. I don't have any. And the reason why is because I have no desire to engage in that sp- on that space outside of my personal Facebook profile, which now I, I completely set everything to public and people not, you know, sure. I have a, what is it? A 5,000 or 4,000, 5,000, Five. fr- yeah. a 5,000 friend limit. Uh, and once I hit the 5,000 friend limit, guess what? Still no big deal because people can still subscribe to that personal profile page. And, and you can always convert it to, um, you can convert it to a fan page if you, if you need to from a personal, um, you if you could, ever wanted to, you could at one point, I think they shut that down. Well, we did it recently for a restaurant that had signed up, unfortunately under a individual, um, the, the process took a little while, but gotcha. we were able to take a personal to, and I'll, and I'll warn you as with all things, you know, Facebook, it's, it, it, um, I think it said something like, like we didn't change the name of the page at all when we were trying to convert it. Yeah. You know, someone signed up as like, you know, Bob's burgers and Bob was the first name and burgers was the last name so under a personal so profile. Now it's burgers, Bob. <laughs> so we so we tried to switch it to a business and they said your business name is not close enough to your original username we didn't change it like so but of course there's no one to like call but anyway yeah. we ended up getting it fixed and it was fine but, good yeah so good a good conversation i think i here's the thing uh, regardless of what you hear people say in the press read on the blogs or anything like that i think you would be doing yourself a terrible injustice if you ignore Google Plus at this point, I'm not well, saying I'm there's not, no harm in just putting your name there too. I mean, it's just why not 
just well, get on and make a profile. I would argue. Meantime, I would argue that there is harm in just putting your name there if you are not going to schedule checking in on it, and because the what you don't want is to create a brand page uh, and a personal page, and then all of a sudden have people who are engaged with your brand commenting to you there, sharing things with you, and you ignoring them. Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I would, I would put it this way for me personally. I don't think it's hurting me because if someone does respond, I will respond to them. Yes, I'm not. I'm not saying go build it and then ignore it. I, I, I definitely think you need to pay attention to notifications and messages. I mean, that's, um, you know, it's like having a mailbox and not checking it. I mean, it's, it's, it's did, not. Did you know? Did you know? Like the, for the first year or maybe even longer of Facebook fan pages, there was no means of being notified of a comment. Yeah, I did know that. Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah, it stunk because I was managing pages for people then. And I was like, well, this is awesome. You not. just have to go there every single day and try to see if there's something. Like, We're going to penalize you because you're a business. Yeah, so. it was ridiculous. Yeah. <sighs> so, Andy, I hear you're heading to Nashville. Nash, Tucky. Yes, Nash, Vegas, actually. Nash, Vegas. So, uh, you're heading to Nashville. You're You're meeting some very... Uh, important and extremely influential people and big things about ready to happen in your business and some exciting stuff on the horizon then. I believe so. I really do believe that. And um, I mean, I, I, it's fact that I'm meeting with some people, uh, the part about some big things on the horizon. Um, you know, I, I believe that. And, you know, I, I always feel awkward. Like I had a meeting with this guy the other day and he was talking about, well, if I tell you their name, you have to sign a non-disclosure and I'm like, okay, whatever. But, you know, I, I don't, because I haven't met with these people, I don't, um, I don't want to say who they are yet, but oh, no, I wouldn't hopefully want after to the fact, um, well, it's just awkward for me because I just want to say, hey, I'm meeting with so-and-so, but hopefully after the fact, we can uh, celebrate that, that I'm working with them, um, you know, in a very public way, which would be awesome. So that is uh, very cool. And I hear you're going to be hanging out with our good friend, Pierce Mars and his wife, Lisa, and yeah, you um, probably Pierce, run into I think Dan. Pierce and Dan and I are going to have lunch on on either Tuesday or Thursday. So I wish I could be down there because not only are you going to be like within five and a half hours of my house, <laughs> it's even going to be your birthday. It is. It is. I'm turning eighteen. So sweet. Get a vote. I'm kidding. Thirty four. Thirty four. Four. The, actually, the biggest thing I'm disappointed about is not that I'm traveling my, on my birthday. I'm. I'm sincerely bummed about this which is that my son who's three and a half uh, almost four actually in, four, in february um he is going to be in his first like performance you know uh he goes to preschool now and they have their christmas thing where they learn four songs that are like you know one verse each right um and he's that's on that tuesday night and i'll be in nashville and i couldn't there's no way i could get there for the wednesday meetings and still can I give you a super dad tip? What? All right. So your wife, she's got some way that she can video capture that. Yes, absolutely. She'll yeah. have like backups. Yes. So, so, so basically make sure that she captures that on video and then you got big screen TV at the house. Um, medium size. Medi- well, okay, but still, okay. So you got the TV and you got the ability to throw that video up on the TV, right? Sure. So when, so when dad comes home, it's a big, huge, oh dude, tonight Guess what we're doing? Popcorn, and we are <laughs> watching the video. We're watching my son's 
four minute performance absolutely totally jacked about it but you know what i'm saying though is make a huge deal it's like dude i can't wait till this evening you know after dinner i've got the popcorn i went to the store today i got the popcorn you know and and we're, we're doing this up and uh just making a big deal out of it and i think i think that that will that will be a memory that would stick if you if you do it just right and and i think it'll overshadow any memory of you know dad not being there yeah dad being a bomb (laughs) <laughs> my my dad that abandoned me that's right <laughs> from the very beginning oh goodness man well i so, appreciate that i'll do that well so. uh, i bring also bring this up because uh next week we're gonna you and i for business tech weekly we're gonna take the week off yeah uh, because uh, i don't want i know that you had said yeah i could i could make it happen but no i i want you to enjoy your time in nashville and i want you to spend the time with the potential clients that you have and, and the time that you're not with the potential clients. I want you to hang out with those truly awesome people in Nashville. They are good people. They I are appreciate that. awesome people. And I so wish I could just dump every single consulting call that I have on Tuesday and come down there. Sorry, buddy. That would be awesome. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I looked at my schedule and I'm like, uh, yeah, not that one. Oh, no, not that one. And it's not yeah. the it's not the money. It, it it's literally it's the it's the stuff they're working on. So yeah, it, they they got some big projects and and they're pretty important to them. And they, they, a lot of people want to get stuff up and launched before Christmas. So yeah, well, and I and I I firmly believe if this goes the direction I think it's going to go, that uh, I'll be in Nashville a couple times a year now. So well, if if you can ever work it out to where you'll be in Nashville on the weekend, dude. Yeah, yeah, we awesome. can make it happen. Can we can we tell people what we were planning? Just so we can just let them know what we missed out. They so missed so they, out can, on. they can mourn along with us. Yes. yes. So Andy and I, Andy originally was going to be here, thought he was going to be here uh, during the weekend of the 16th. And he and I have actually had even gotten permission to take over Dan Miller's sanctuary. <laughs> and we were going to host a live event. Yeah. And we were going to give, uh, you know, a, 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 a productivity workshop week so we were going to do i think it was going to be like four hours on saturday and then uh we were going to go out to lunch afterwards and and just uh it'd be four hours of productivity tips to just help you take your organizational efforts to a whole new level yeah we were we're going to do uh a live event our first live event together i mean not just just a live event yeah Uh, i'm excited about doing some live events dan miller always inspires me and yeah, uh, he, he, yeah, he mixes it up, man. That's, that's yeah. something from the time I spent with Andy Andrews, he talked about just the, the health of his brand is because he is always looking at the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And, and, um, that's, that's what Dan does. Dan does the same thing. He's, he's always got more than one thing going and, uh, it's not cause he's not focused. It's because he is focused. Real quick. Have you ever heard of Wayne Jacobson before? Um, He's he's an author. He's uh, he wrote the book that I've been talking about to you uh, called uh, "So You Don't Want to Go to Church Anymore." Okay. Also wrote a book called "He Loves Me" and stuff like that. Well, it turns out I've been listening to I I, I read his books or read his book uh, "So You Don't Want to Go to Church Anymore," and then I listened to right. his podcast, which by the way he's been podcasting since two thousand six or two thousand five. I can't remember. Wow. He's got tons. It's called "The God Journey." Is the name of the podcast? Really good stuff. And then they also have this podcast for their blog called Lifestream Blog, but it's uh, the Lifestream Blog podcast, which has all the teaching material content on it. And uh, so I've, I've consumed every single teaching 
pro, uh, recording on their live stream blog podcast. And I've probably wow. consumed about 40 episodes of their, of their uh, God Journey podcast. And so wow. I, I, the other day, I, I don't know what it was. I was typing up Wayne or something. I was looking up Wayne and I think I was looking up Wayne Henderson. And then all of a sudden I see Wayne Jacobson pull up in the search and I'm like, oh, I never even thought to, you know, to, to connect with him. And so, yeah. so, um, uh, or no, that's not how it happened. I, I know what it was. I was listening to a podcast and he says, oh, and so, so I saw such and such on Facebook. It's like, oh, I never thought to search. That's what it was. I never <laughs> thought to search for Wayne Jacobson on, on Facebook. Facebook. Right. And so I, I, I searched for him and then I sent him a, a, a friend request and I wrote him a message. And uh, and then he finally he got it, he took up a couple of days and then he accepted my friend request. And on his profile, I went and clicked on a profile picture. You know how Facebook that has those at the top. And I was yeah. clicking through his images just to you know see what his wife, Sarah, looks like, because he always talks about her and and to see uh-huh. you know some other people. And then guess what I see? I see Wayne Jacobson and I see this green building in the background. And I'm like. And I'm like flipping through super fast through these. I'm just click, 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 click. Right. It's like, wait a second. And I go back, click, 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 click. It's like, yeah, that's the sanctuary. And it's Wayne, oh. Jacobson. He's Wayne Jacobson sitting there at the sanctuary. And then and then all of, all of a sudden I noticed there's a whole series of pictures with him at the sanctuary and Dan sitting there right behind him. Nice. And, and so uh, I just thought that was cool. Anyway, uh, Wayne Jacobson just totally respect this guy and uh, have learned a tremendous amount from him. And uh, he and I are exchanging personal emails right now. I should be interviewing him for the About the Church podcast within the next week to two weeks. Booyah. Yep. Where does he, does he live in Nashville or what, no, where is he, he? He's in California, I believe. Sweet. Yeah. But I, 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 the, what brought all that up is I think obviously from the photos, it appears that Wayne as an author probably has been to some of uh, Dan's writing events. Yeah. So Very cool, man. Yeah. Pretty awesome stuff, man. Tiny world. It is a tiny right world. People. Tiny world. And let me ask you, have you ever heard of David H. Foster? Yes. Uh, dude, I, I tell you, if it, are, oh, that's right. You're not going to be there on the weekend. Because if you're going to be on the weekend, I'd be down there with you. I was going to say, you should stop in at David's church. He's got an awesome church down there called The Gathering of Nashville. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've corresponded with him. Yeah, yeah. He's a good yeah. guy. Yeah, he is. Alrighty, well, another time. I promise you have my word. It's been recorded. So we're just want to remind you guys <laughs> our, our, our wonderful music here. You better mute me because I'm just gonna laugh the entire time. But <laughs> yeah, tell them how they can get a hold of us and leave us tips on yoga and yes. meditation. Yes, you can meditate on business and technology with us by calling our voicemail feedback hotline. The phone number is 859-795. 4067 859-795-4067 and I just realized what about Michael ah we didn't play his voice feedback darn it Michael how long do we have it, we oh gosh we got plenty of, we got one minute 30 seconds well Michael's question is why do I use Skype and Google Voice yes you can accept phone calls on Google Voice now just through your Gmail window and yep. I use them both because I like to have a physical phone I got tired of speaking in my high PR 40 whatever it is and having a headset on yada yada so I like to have just a phone like a physical phone that I can hold on to so I use both so everyone can call the same number which is my Google Voice and then I um, it forwards want, to your Skype and it forwards to my Skype and it rings on a phone and, so. and and you have a you have a phone module 
yes. that, that is it, it hooks into your ethernet and then you can plug a regular phone into it right bingo and that michael is the reason why he uses both so and thank that. you for calling in your feedback yes and i'm sorry i didn't play it anyway we will catch you all in well wait, wait a second two weeks two weeks is it christmas time yet uh two weeks is 14 days which plus eight oh, is wait, 22. 20, 20, 22 we're good we're good buddy so we will talk to you on the 22nd be, be nice not naughty all right until next time my friends we encourage you to go to the tigris <laughs> and join the middle eastern community